For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? We're your hosts, David and Travis Ware of the UCLA Men's Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. We have a great show for you in store today as the Bruins are streaking, having won seven games in a row and are playing their best basketball of the year. The Bruins will be taking on the USC Trojans on Saturday at 12.15 in the afternoon. With a W, the Bruins have a chance to win or at least tie for the Pac-12 championship. So we look forward to bringing you some information today regarding the Bruins and hopefully an NCAA tournament bid. All right, so now let's get this show started. I'm going to throw it over to my brother Dave, and we're going to get off and rolling. Dave, what you got? No question about it. UCLA is one of the hottest teams in the country. Definitely the hottest teams in the Pac-12 right now. We're playing our best basketball of the year. Uh, everything seems to be clicking for us at the right time. Defensively, we look solid. And, and something that we've been struggling with all year long is in terms of the offensive end is finally starting to click. And guys are starting to come into their own in terms of being aggressive and, and taking open shots. Um, you know, huge game, biggest game of the year coming up this Saturday. Uh, a chance to, if we win, definitely have a uh, portion of the Pac-12 title with with Oregon if they win both of their games this weekend. Uh, and if they happen to drop one, that means we win the Pac-12 outright. So amazing opportunity that we have, something that I think a month ago we would have never foreseen at this point in the season. Um you know, I was at the game on this past uh, weekend against Arizona, and it, the atmosphere was electric. Probably uh, one of the more electric games I've I've been at in Poly uh, since I've played there, or since we've played there. It was great. Everyone was super fired up. Uh, you could just tell everyone's excited by the way the Bruins have been playing lately, and and everyone's starting to kind of rally around this team a little bit. Yeah, it's nice to have the Bruins getting some national recognition, um, you know, not just some West Coast love in the Pac-12, but now they're being taken seriously as an NCAA tournament at-large bid. Yeah, I think last time I looked, they were um, maybe last four out or, yeah, last four out. Um, I got to imagine that was pre-Arizona uh, win, so maybe we could be sneaking into the last four in. Hopefully with a win over SC and a, and a good run at the Pac-12 tournament, uh, we'll, we'll increase our seed a little bit. But I'm optimistic because See, uh, I'm optimistic uh, we're playing our best basketball I know, but I want to correct you. I, I think that we are slated right now, according to quite a few polls, as a perhaps an 11 or a 12 seed. Mm-hmm. I think pending any upset in the Pac-12 tournament, I think we will get an at-large bid in the, in the NCAA tournament. I hope so. I think, I think we're starting to get a little recognition for how we're playing as of late. The biggest thing, um, the biggest question mark for us or, or knock against our season was how, uh, 
how bad our pre-conference schedule or our pre-conference wins and loss was our pre-conference yeah, record but I mean, it was definitely bad and we opened up Pac-12 play with one and three as well what do you think has led to the recent success for us and this run that we've been seeing out of the Bruins over the last month I think just continuity and comfort um, coach Cronin you know, has really been consistent all year in his coaching approach. And I think the guys have finally not only gotten used to it, but have bought into it. Um, and you see that the guys are really meshing. They're, they look like they're having fun. They look like they're not pressing as much. They know where the, you know, to pick and choose their battles and where they could kind of get some slack um, from the coach and, you know, where he's going to kind of tighten the reins a little bit. Absolutely. I think it definitely has to do with the guys really buying in, uh, adjusting to Coach Cronin's style of coaching. I think he's not, the, the way he coaches, it's not always easy uh, for players to adapt to that. But I thought, I think this team has uh, been very open and has, a, has, a, has adjusted really well. Uh, being in the locker room after the game and, and listening to Coach Cronin talk and uh, really emphasizing, uh, their ability to get to the free throw line when they weren't making shots. I think that was a big factor in helping us win. I think for the Bruins to make that adjustment offensively, uh, where in the past we've kind of been reliant on just taking outside shots, mm -hmm. uh, we put an emphasis on getting to the line and being aggressive and continuing to attack the hoop and score points that way, and I thought we executed great. Yeah, and you know, you got to give the Bruins and Coach Cronin a ton of credit because the Pac-12 this year is tough. Um, they have uh, seven teams in the Pac-12 with at least 19 wins, matching the Big Ten for the most in you know across the nation. So that's super impressive. It's not the doormat uh, conference that it kind of was last year. Absolutely, um, and that just goes to show you know. The quality of the wins that the Bruins have come by late—it's—it's—they're no easy victories for them. And to win seven in a row and be twelve and five in conference right now, uh, going on the the streak that we've gone on—it's—it's it's very impressive. But I also think, like, at this point, when you get when you continue to see uh, the the victories mount up and, and getting back to back to back wins, the confidence as a team goes up. And that's what I'm seeing from this Bruins team. The guys are playing at a high level and they're showing a level of confidence that they can go out there and beat anybody that they're on the floor with. Yeah. You they look, look dangerous. You look at the energy that they play with on the floor. And, um, I always enjoy seeing guys that are genuinely excited to, you know, when they see their teammates do or make great plays. And that's what you're seeing from the Bruins. They just look genuinely excited to play as a team and compete against their opponent. Exactly. And I think, back to what I'm saying, the, the mood in the locker room after the game, it was, it was as if, like, nobody really cared about their own individual performance. They were just ecstatic for where they were as a team and, and what, they're, what they've been doing as of late. And I think... Their confidence can't be any higher right now. I think they feel great about where they at. Coach Cronin uh, was very happy with the team's performance, and I think that's something that's going to carry over into this weekend's game against SC yeah. and then hopefully into the Pac-12 tournament as well. Yeah, I came across a you know very surprising stat when I was reading about the UCLA Bruins team, and the, there's only one team in the Pac-12 that has a winning record on the road this year, and that's the UCLA Bruins, as they sit at six and four when it comes to their road victories and their road games. 
how do you think that impacts us or complements us or plays into our favor when we're at the Pac-12 tournament in Vegas on a neutral site floor against the other teams? I think it has a direct correlation. I think that, you know, being able to win in environments that, you know, that that aren't your home, that's not Poly Pavilion, is going to have a di- direct translation when you show up at, what, MGM? Where is it at? MGM or T-Mobile? It's got the T-Mobile arena. Oh, T-Mobile. When you show up at, M- at T-Mobile, you're, you're used to success in, you know, away venues. So I think this is going to do, like, at least provide confidence for the Bruins knowing that they could get wins on the road. I would agree with that. I think the Bruins... Uh, you know, whether home or away, they have shown a level of consistency throughout the season, especially over the last, you know, 13, 14 games. Um, and going into SC as well this week, uh, this Saturday at 12.15 at the Galen Center, I think uh, it's going to be a hostile environment. SC's obviously been playing pretty well as of late. They're sitting at 10-7 and seven in conference, 21-9 and nine overall. This is potentially uh, an opportunity for them to secure a spot in the tournament too so this a lot is riding on this game very important game for both teams um sc's playing well at home they're 13 and 2 uh at home this year so that's something that um you know the bruins are going to have their work cut out for them yeah no doubt and the bruins have so far they've secured a buy on wednesday so they will start their tournament play on thursday um we don't know who they're going to be playing yet, but no doubt they're going to be playing, you know, a contender, a team that's going to be dangerous. Uh, every co- team, every team in the Pac-12 tournament is a contender because everyone's, yeah. you know, fighting. This is a lot of teams' last chance to get an NCAA berth. Yeah, and according to some of the bracketologists, like Joe Lenardi, um, he has seven Pac-12 teams. Uh, getting into the tournament, uh, according to his last bracket. I don't know if we'll see seven. I don't think we'll see seven either. I think we'll see five. Uh, yeah, I think we'll see in between four and five. Yeah, who? All right. List, okay, I'll list be, your list. Okay, if I'm saying five, list your five. Okay, I got Oregon and Colorado. Yeah. Um, I got Arizona State, uh, UCLA at this point, Ari- and then potentially well, Arizona. You left out Arizona. Okay, Arizona. And then potentially, you know, an SC. Yeah, and, you know, he had Stanford, but I don't see Stanford getting... Uh, Stanford started out great. Their preseason conference schedule, you know, they won a lot of games, but as of late, they haven't been very consistent. Yeah, they're they're kind of... They're dangerous, though. They are dangerous. They play well. They're well coached. Uh, you know, they were probably the hottest team to start the Pac-12 coming into conference play. Um, they looked really good, but they just haven't really found their rhythm. They've dealt with a little bit of injuries. They haven't been super healthy throughout the Pac-12 uh, conference play. But listen, I think coming, like like I said before, going into the Pac-12 tournament, every team is dangerous because this is a lot of teams' last chance to, to get one of those bursts into the tournament. It's it, it's going to make every single day of the Pac-12 tournament extremely exciting to watch because you know an upset, I think an upset is imminent, Um you know, I don't it's know. hard to say an upset because so there's so much parity in the Pac-12 this year. Like anybody upset is, is upset when it. In I mean, terms at, of records, wins and losses. Okay. So if Washington, like exactly, I look at a team like Washington, who's probably the most dangerous team out of out of all, just because, because they're so talented, but yet they underachieved all year. But they're 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 very capable of winning four games in a row. Yeah, they're capable of it. Extremely hard it's, to it's, do, it's, but they're capable of it, it. It is, but the, their talent alone, and if they focus in and play to their level of. Um, you know the level that they're capable of doing 
they could very easily make it to the final day. So, you know, that's a team that I probably wouldn't really want to match up with. Uh, granted, we played them pretty well the, the couple times we did play them. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we if we win, if we beat SC on Saturday, which obviously I fully expect for us to do, we'll be slated to play Washington, correct? Or, no, I'm sorry. I, I retract that because they're going to have to play Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. I think... Go on, let's let's look at the S the SC matchup this Saturday. Um, this is a, a big game for us. We had lost previously to SC in Poly Pavilion. Um, we saw their guards uh, really dominate that game. Uh, Akangu was relatively quiet, uh, got in some foul trouble here and there, but still, I think their guards are a lot for us to handle because they're big, strong yeah. playmakers. You know, their guards really handled us in that first game, though. But Mick Cronin in his, you know, in his old presser uh, after practice the other day was talking about their trio of bigs, how he thinks their trio of bigs is the best in the nation. I don't know if that's like kind of a a, a motivational thing to get, you know, Chris Smith and Jalen and Cody up up to the level of, of play coming up on Saturday or if it's, you know, he truly believes that. Um, you know, but the UCLA Bruins are going to be looking for revenge against their crosstown rival who beat us by nine, or I'm sorry, 11 in Pauly. Yeah, I mean, between their three bigs, you got Rakosovic, who's a double-double yeah. threat every game. He could, He's a guy who could kind of step yeah. out. Big Owen Mobley. Yeah, Big Owen Mobley. But let's talk, Rakosovic, is a, is a, he plays four. Yeah. He's a guy who could kind of shoot it. He does a lot of things for them. He's a senior. Uh, he has good leadership. Um, really active long arms on the offensive glass. Uh, and then you got Big O, who's a great rim protector, uh, great offensive rebounder, lob threat. And then if he gets it anywhere on the block, he uses his strength and his good footwork to yeah, be really good, efficient. Yeah, good finisher. I mean, you could see why he's being talked about as a top 10 pick this year because of his shot blocking ability, his size, his strength, and his rebounding ability. Yeah, let's, let's, all right, for the remainder of the show, let's go ahead and focus in and lock in on, you know, the Bruins and our individual players and our individual performances this past week against Arizona State and Arizona because. In my mind, they were two of the most exciting games that I've seen all year from the from the Bruins, um, and we had a lot of you know big time performances, clutch performances, clutch baskets um, from Jaime in Game One and Tiger in Game Two against Arizona. Um, shout out to Tiger, definitely. Um, you know he was struggling from the field against Arizona, but came up clutch and hit the basket that mattered to ultimately push the Bruins um, over the top. But I also, I think Tiger's been doing a phenomenal job lately of taking care of the basketball and also distributing it really well. I mean, he had, against Arizona, he didn't have a big-time scoring game, but still, he had eight assists, played 36 minutes, zero turnovers. He's got a, I think he's averaging over five assists a game with just under two uh, two turnovers a game. That's an incredible margin for a guy who's basically playing his first healthy collegiate season uh, for the UCLA Bruins. So he's really stepped his game up of late. Um, he, I do like the fact that he is being aggressive, looking for his shot because he's keeping the defense accountable. They can't just back off him. Um, they can't just let him... Uh, you know, take these open floaters because he is being aggressive and he has had good scoring performances over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, again, as a whole, though, 
Kaiman has really stepped up as that threat off the bench for us to give us a spark from the three point it's line. It's nice to have that identity, like like that score coming in off the bench where he instantly gives you a perimeter threat and he instantly kind of opens things up for our playmakers on the offensive side. Um, it's almost like a breath. Like we were struggling early on in that Arizona game. You know, we got down a little bit early and then he comes in and hits two big threes. Like you just saw, kind of the okay. This is going to be a game. It's going to be close. It's going to be a battle. As soon as he came in and hit those those two. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.